0: Dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun, we are back, being thrown in, ba-da-dum-bum-ba-da-bum. Hey, to the five people listening, thanks for waiting, it's been a couple weeks, but that's alright, we're gonna get right back into it, with season four, episode four, and we have Oathkeeper. So, the plot breakdown real quick, in Marine, Missandii teaches Grey Worm the common tongue, Missandii is her name, huh? Really easy to remember that one, I'm sure. The language of Westeros. Grey Worm and other unsullied infiltrate the city, arm the slaves, and incite a slave uprising that leaves Daenerys in control of the city. Despite Barristan's suggestion to offer mercy, uh uh-uh. Daenerys orders 163 masters crucified as justice for the slave children crucified along the road. In King's Landing, Jaime visits Tyrion in his cell and tells him that Cersei is searching for Sansa. Olena prepares to her to return to High Garden and implies to Marjorie that she had a hand in Joffrey's death to protect Marjorie from his cruelty. She also suggests that Marjorie ingratiate herself with Tommen to curtail Cersei's influence. A lot of big words in this uh, this wiki recap. I just gotta say, um, at night Marjorie visits Tommen in his chambers to discuss their marriage. Very hot. Jamie sends Bryn to find and protects Sansa and gives her his Valerian steel sword, which she names Oathkeeper and the service of Podrick. In the Narrow Sea, on the way to the Eyrie, Peter tells Sansa that he plans to marry Lysa. Peter tells her that Joffrey's death will help him and his new powerful allies grow strong, referring to the House Tyrell, and that the missing stone in her necklace contained the poison used for Joffrey's murder. At the Wall, Slint convinces Throne to send John to kill the group at Craster's Keep, as John may be killed and not oppose... Them as Lord Commander. John gathers men to join him. Locke is amongst those who volunteer. Beyond the Wall, Carl orders Rast to sacrifice Craster's last son to the White Walkers. Brand's group hears the baby's cries and go to investigate and are captured by the mutineers. A White Walker retrieves Craster's son and brings it to the White Walkers' fortress in the lands of Always Winter, where the leader of the White Walkers, the Night King, transforms it into a White Walker. Woo hoo hoo! Yeah, this episode kind of slapped a little bit. had some really um, old fuck moments. Should we get into these moments? You know what I mean? Yeah, let's do it. Today, joining me, we have a repeat customer, always lovely to talk to, Miss Allie Pippen. Allie, hello. Hello.
1: How's it going?
0: Super well. How are you?
1: Oh, my God. Living the dream.
0: Yeah. Are you still hungover?
1: (laughs) No, i was very hungover yesterday though thank you very much, much for the better. listeners
0: uh it's Ally's 21st birthday on tuesday yes. so she went out and ah. celebrated like a boss she was okay. singing she was singing karaoke to WAP all night long on tuesday all, all
1: night all <laughs> night but it was like weird al quality lyrics <laughs> okay, like I don't believe in singing the actual lyrics of a song. Okay. I've got to come up with some sort of Weird owl quality parody.
0: So what's so- the parody to WAP? Whop?
1: <laughs> Whoppers and Pringles.
0: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I um, saw Seth Rogen tweet something because she had quite a scandalous routine at the Grammys. And mm-hmm. she had commented that one move... That what's her teammate's name? Is it Megan the Stallion? Yes,
1: yes. I'm,
0: I'm not really familiar, but she like tossed her down, and she said that she almost farted, and <laughs> Steph and said, "You got to be careful for that waff." So I wonder <laughs> if you can make a <laughs> if you can make a comment about a make a song about wet ass farts.
1: <laughs> you probably could. You probably could.
0: That might be Those the way women to go are up
1: there and nothing but latex you know there's a lot of butt sweat going on
0: i'm sure I'm they got certain the wop and the wop goes hand in hand
1: hand in hand they're just handshaking each other or they're that oh, meme man. with like the two beefy arms like gripping each other in a high five that's what they oh do.
0: do you know what that meme is from
1: i have no idea what it is from no uh
0: if it's the one i'm thinking of it's it's a it's a really muscular white arm and a really muscular back <laughs> yeah. arm holding yeah. arms right Yes. So that is from the movie Predator, and that is Arnold Schwarzenegger's arm. And um, oh no, um,
1: Wesley Snipes?
0: No, no, no. He's the he's the boxer. He's Apollo Creed, but he's also in Happy Gilmore, and he's he's Chubbs in Happy Gilmore. I can't think of this guy's <laughs> name. Shoot, can you just Google that real quick?
1: Yeah. Let's what is
0: that. what's <laughs> Apollo Creed's name?
1: Okay, hang on. Apollo Creed's name.
0: In real life. <laughs> in real
1: life. <laughs> Wait, you said he was Chubbs, right? Yeah. In what movie? In Happy Gilmore. Carl Weathers.
0: Carl Weathers. Holy buckets. <laughs> anyway, let's pretend like that didn't happen. So, the white arm is... I'm going to leave all this in. Why not? I got five people listening. They're here for it. That's fine. <laughs> Carl Weathers. And so, they, they, they haven't... It's a tension-building scene where... Arnold walks in and it looks like they're, they might have like a scuffle, but then they high five each other like, no, it's good to see you, brother. And so it's a really masculine moment and it's become a pretty funny meme.
1: Yeah. You know, I just see the one that's been painted like it's Picasso, you know, or not Picasso, oh. like it's a Rembrandt. It's a still yeah. life. And, st- you know, I, I had no idea of the history. So thank you
0: for You're educating welcome. me. <laughs> Don't you love these lessons that we're both giving each it. other here? I love it. I love- I like the Whoppers and Pringles. I think that's pretty good.
1: Yeah, you know, but Whoppers the candy because no one eats those. You know, oh, i wow. in the Pringle.
0: <laughs> Some do, I guess.
1: I, I, apparently, I don't.
0: Um, but I would sing yeah. about them. It's funny that you said Whoppers the candy because I went to Whoppers the burger. But everyone does. But neither one of those would really go great with a Pringle. You think the chocolate goes <laughs> well with, go with the Pringle?
1: I mean, maybe. People do, like, chocolate-covered potato chips and stuff. Okay. Didn't Jimmy Fallon have a whole ice cream flavor that was that? Jimmy Fallon.
0: I really that don't follow characters. Jimmy Fallon that. <laughs> I can't be. I can't comment on Jimmy's whereabouts. I don't really know. Should we get thrown <laughs> in? like, now you him- Yeah, let's do this. <laughs> Should- we could riff like this for quite some time. Should we get on topic?
1: Let's do it. Let's do it.
0: All right. Season four, episode four, Oath Keeper. Uh, just real quick before I st- I've already done my wiki recap, what do you think about this episode in large?
1: Um, I would like to lodge a formal complaint. Oh. Um, because I thought this was like the most boring episode. Mm. <laughs> like it's a lot of it's a lot of bricklaying, you know.
0: I but thought that I think- was. I thought that about the last episode, to be honest. Mm. But this mm. one did that. This one did that too. However,
1: yeah.
0: I wanted to talk to you about something specific, and we'll get there, but I had you in mind.
1: <laughs> I'm already excited.
0: I'm, yeah, I'm pretty excited to talk about it with you. So, <laughs> so we're going to start off with right where, you know, chain Breaker of Chains left off, where they're giving a little English lesson to Gray Worm, and he's talking about how he wants to kill his former masters. Did I get that right? Is that what he's doing? Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: Real quick, what's your yeah. drink of choice there? Sorry.
1: Oh, I've got... Um... A cup full of ice water going real hard today, Wow, that's but it's in a metal tumbler. So it sounds like, you know, maybe I'm exotic and I've got like a, a, a Mai Tai or something rattling around over it, here.
0: It's really, no. really podcast friendly. All that ice you got. Yeah. <laughs> it is. I, I'm very sorry. I'm <laughs> also, <laughs> what a professional. I'm also drinking water.
1: It sounds very, oh, that was like good ASMR right there. It sounds like a big old ice cube just floating around in that glass.
0: What's ASMR?
1: It's like the... I don't know what it means, my dude, but it's like the people who do like... They'll like whisper into the mic, you know? Oh, and then yeah. they'll do like... like their you know, little sounds. But it's supposed to be soothing. It's like something sensory something. And something.
0: whenever I, Whenever I think of like someone trying to be soothing, I immediately jump to Homer trying to... Lay Marge down to rest. And she's had a long day, and he's like, Let the calm sounds of the ocean wash over you. (laughs) (laughs) Who's like what are you doing (laughs) over? You don't need to do the squawking birds. Oh, I'm sorry. It's that. It's all that. Okay. So,
1: I will stop drinking my water. I'm very sorry.
0: No, drink up. It. You need to no. you need to hydrate after your big you special hydrate. day. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yes.
0: So I will so you, I will oh go ahead. Sorry.
1: I was just gonna I was just gonna ground us. So they're yeah. they're uh they're learning the common tongue.
0: Yes. Um mm-hmm. but and he so was he... did I get the right that he wants to kill his former masters? Is that like an ambition that he has? That
1: no, it's it's not like a it's not like an aria thing you know where she's got mm-hmm. her list it's right. more like he does not have a vision of a life before the unsullied you know and she's like no, no no i was a slave you're a slave you know like you had to have come somewhere and he's like no 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 i'm just an unsullied
0: mm-hmm. i
1: don't need to go anywhere i don't need to do anything i'm with denarius and i'm good but then they all go and they try to liberate the other slaves, right. In the city, yeah.
0: So I got uh, my first philosophical question, and and I thought this was interesting: is that the young guys are wanting to do a revolt, and the old guys are saying no? Like the, we've yes. see, we've seen, and so this theme has popped up a couple of times in a few of my episodes, and that's the idea of like an older generation projecting on a younger generation their wisdom and saying like, we know what's best. And I've been having this conversation with my class a lot. Is like The younger generation always forges on with new ideas and progresses things forward, always, with the resistance of the old generation. And one of my students said, you know, I wonder if kids are ever going to be taken seriously. And I looked at him and I said, no, because one day you're going to be the adult and you're going to want to be listened mm-hmm. to. You spend so much of your life being young when not listened to, when you're coming in power, what, you're going to listen to young kids now?
1: Yeah. And that nope. that, really,
0: that really made him think. And then it made me think. I'm like, huh, am I that old person now? Do I not listen to kids? But yeah, that I just squash. So
1: you're like, no right. one's going to listen to you.
0: when right. You're old. Because I want him to listen to me. Tell him that no one's going to listen to him. Yes. But, but just that idea, you know. It's just the older generation who wants to keep things more, wants to slow down the pace, and doesn't want radical, fast change. And this could be an allegory to politics. To Progression of yeah. anything, you know. The Muppets.
1: Th- uh-huh.
0: Yeah. The Muppets. Tell me all more. Old
1: guys. All the old guys <laughs> are the old okay. hecklers. Yeah. <laughs> the, the box being like, This was better when they were all socks. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> Always. So I thought that was really interesting to have and because this is such yeah. an odd thing of slavery where the old guys like, no, we've seen it's like you'd rather be a slave and like we'd rather just live, you know. Let's just mm-hmm. not I really found that fascinating. Well,
1: didn't you get a sense? There's that awesome moment in that where they play with like sound too. Because like, you know, one of the things the older slave says to the younger slave is like, we don't have enough weapons. You know, even if there's enough of us, there's no way we can do it. Like you could tell they've been disheartened before. Yeah, And then that's when the Unselli arrive and you just hear the like clang of these (laughs) bags of weapons like hit on all these different places, the catacomb that they're in. Yeah. And, you know, it's kind of this moment of like, okay, you couldn't make it happen before, but this doesn't mean that we can't make it happen now. You know, like mm-hmm. we're prepared. We have the guns, you know. Right.
0: We outnumber them three to one. Now you have mm-hmm. weapons. Let's go take charge. And then I just loved, I don't know if you've, I'm, I'm going to assume you haven't caught any of my episodes, which is perfectly fine. But I made a joke with uh, Zan with the whole uh, Misa, Misa. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Dr. Jar Jar Binks.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, and they're all like Misa, Misa. I'm like, oh here we go. Misa. Misa Horny. Oh man. That's from that's from Forty Old Virgin.
1: Which one of those old guys do you think was Spartacus?
0: From the Muppets?
1: <laughs> one of those oh, from the slaves. Sp- one of them had to have been Spartacus once upon a time, you know?
0: Maybe they all were Spartacus, isn't that the Maybe thing? Maybe
1: they all I mean that's it. And then that's Spartacus it. died and they didn't play Spartacus and, anymore. And,
0: and the old guys were right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But no, they revolted. And now she's like another thing that's been coming up is I'm starting to get a little frustrated knowing how this ends and seeing some of the arcs that some of these characters are going through. And like um, Daenerys is so badass. Mm-hmm. And she has done nothing but free slaves, stick up for women, and build this army that will like walk through a wall for her. How does she mm-hmm. not win the crown? We're gonna get to Jamie. I'm gonna talk about Jamie too, but his arc is developing quite nicely. What's going oh on? Oh my god, yeah. So yeah, but I'm starting I just
1: wanna talk. I'm gonna talk about Danny real fast. I'm sorry, I have to because I agree with you that like I think at the end of the season when I or the series, and I know you know how it ends, so I'm not trying to give you spoilers leading up to that point, but you know, when it ended, I was disappointed and you know, I think at first I was like, Well, why? you know, because just like you said, she's such a badass. But then you go back and you watch moments like this and, you know, for a show like Game of Thrones, they really fucking like focused on violence, like adjacent to her, like the violence that she causes and not, you know, she's the only one I think on the show that you don't see like in the middle of like bloodbaths really, right? But in this scene where they're like letting the, um, you know, they're killing the masters, you know, you they walk out into the street, the masters walk in the street, they see that the frickin' chamber of secrets has been opened, right? <laughs> the blood's on the law. Yeah. And all you have all these like slaves coming at them at like kind of a jog, like we all know that they're weapon, like they're they've been armed. And then they just crowd on them, and then there's nothing. And then it's this beautiful scene of all the slaves throwing the chains at her feet, and you see that she's kept some of them alive. And so you're like, okay, like it's it is that same moment of. Daenerys is like you said this badass this good person who's helping these people but then you realize that she's like deliberately rounded up the masters so that she can execute them in a more terrible way and then there's that last scene of her on the the palace like balcony and all you hear are the screams in agony of the people behind below her i and love it i think like that is like proof that like they're showing this arc, right? That like ultimately she is on this this precipice of wanting to be great in a way that stands for justice, but her vision of justice is completely skewed, right? It is like my
0: um, it's, yeah, my aunt my aunt Patty pointed out as she like did a deep cut uh, and did some looking at Daenerys on one of the one of the episodes that we did, where she said like the writers and whatnot want to point out that the more Danny frees people and like gains more power, the more ruthless she becomes like the more violent mm-hmm. she becomes. And this is yeah. and I didn't hate this one because they said, you know, you should show mercy. And I wrote this quote down. I will answer for justice with justice. And I was like, mm-hmm. oh yes. And I don't mind it though, because my Aunt Patty was trying to tell me too, like, you, you can't be this violent. And I'm, I just kind of feel like with some of the people she's dealing with, I kind of feel like she can. I don't mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. Okay with it. But who knows? I hear what you're saying. You're right. Like it, it is skewed, but I guess I'm here for it. If that makes sense. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, let's, yeah. L- let's do it. Let's, let's take them down. <laughs> these people deserve everything that they got coming to them. You know, like,
1: exactly. they, yeah. they,
0: they, they, these people hung children up from these crosses. Oh, I know. So I know. Yeah. Sorry. an eye for an eye is okay. In my opinion here, let's do yeah. it. Yeah. Anything else on, on
1: no, Oscar. that's it on Danny. We can move to Danny's Amy. great. I'm ready. Yes.
0: So this is such an awesome fight scene. I mean, like a training scene with Bron, and there's the Bron makes every scene better somehow. Just mm-hmm. the way he just goes along. I'm getting really nervous that Bron's gonna die soon, just because he's so awesome. Um, Did I think you put it on
1: your whiteboard. Put it on your whiteboard. Y-
0: yeah. On the, your
1: on your conspiracy theories board.
0: Yeah. yeah. Bron. Yeah. I think Bron's gonna bite the dust soon. Uh, but I like his philosophy of just. He's out. He he doesn't have any honor, at all. Yet he, but he has tremendous character. If that makes sense, Mm -hmm. um, Mm -hmm. you know, you want to fight pretty, or do you want to win? You know, that goes back from the first season when, when like you didn't fight with honor. Like, no, I didn't. But he did, and he's the Mm -hmm. one that died. You know, and he's dead. (laughs) Right. So it's just that's a fascinating philosophy too of how can you like be so without honor yet so reliable, dependable. Like, they, he trusts that Bronn's not going to go tell anyone about these things, yet he fights dirty, you mm-hmm. know? It, mm-hmm. It's kind of vexing in my own way. Do you have any thoughts on that?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think it's like a, it's a support system that you don't see anywhere else in Game of Thrones, which is what I think is interesting. Like, Bronn is like, he's an asshole, right? Like, he's going to do what he needs to do to win and to advance himself, but he's not playing these gross, like, political games, right? right. Like, all he cares about is, like, he's like, I'm friends with... With Tyrion, I believe in Tyrion. Like I trust his judgment, which therefore now I'm here helping you. Like that's the only reason why I'm here. You know. Mm-hmm. And we see some of that at the end of the episode too, right? Like, not to jump ahead, but when he is there to see Brienne off. Oh man. right. He's like, Oh, here, here you go. Here's Podrick. He's he's a cool guy. It's fine. Here's this badass ax. You know, like he he his loyalty is to his own, is to himself, but also to the people regardless of what house they're in right like the people who have served him he'll continue to you know help out
0: you'll yeah it's really cool i love it i'm trying to like yeah brain of another character that's like that that's so selfish yet so selfless at the same time because you got to believe ron would lay his life down for Tyrion.
1: oh 100 and he almost did right? right like he played that you know he stood up to be that but then he also it's interesting in this scene they're training he's training jamie like he's the one that gets jamie to go see him love it you know he's the one that's like oh yeah okay he's your brother yeah i know he's he's an asshole but he's your brother you know and like when we were fighting and he was up against you know the moon door maniac woman you know (laughs) he asked for you first because he knew you would come so why haven't you come to go see him at this point you know uh yeah it,
0: it gives me goosebumps to know how also just the the relationship between Tyrion and jamie and how great
1: Oh, my God. How strong that...
0: Yeah. You just, we're brothers, you know? And that's what we are. And I just... Jamie just seems... Jamie's kind of climbing my list of a tormented character now, too. I mean, he's on it, but just climbing where he has his brother who he loves and his sister who he loves in a very different way.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But, but, like, you know, mm-hmm. want to kill each other. Like, talk about between being a rock and a hard place.
1: Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Mm. Okay. So... That was just a quick exchange, and then we get to some of the the meaty stuff here. Not yet what I want to talk to you about, but this is good. Which was just like, Littlefinger is marrying Aunt Lysa.
1: Ugh, I hate Littlefinger. Oh, my Red God. Flags. Red flags all around.
0: Yeah. I hate him. And then it's and then he says that he killed Joffrey, or had a hand in it, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I do like his philosophy. like, was like, I can confuse your enemies, you know? Like, they... You know, if they, they don't
1: <laughs> very good, Littlefinger. Impression. So? <laughs> <laughs> that could confuse them.
0: What is it that you want? Yeah, <laughs> he's such a god. I can't stand how he talks. I hate it. Uh, my question out of this scene is that Littlefinger wants everything. What does that mean? What does he want? The current does he want the crown, the the throne? I can't think of it. Bocker thrown in. Yeah, does he want the throne?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think he does, right? I think he wants that ultimate power. Yeah. You know, and he's he's become this like master of like whispers, right? He's this he's the secret keeper. He knows all these people Hold on.
0: You can't say master isn't that Varys? He's the
1: oh, he's the master of whispers. Right. Yeah, that's right. I'm sorry. I,
0: I don't remember. Uh, I love the how about my arc, by the way, where I knew so little and now I'm educating my special guests that are there. now
1: you're like, whoa, whoa, whoa.
0: I'm sorry. I also did earlier did you say Daenerys? Because it's actually Daenerys. I'm not sure if you're aware of that.
1: Okay, well, um, this conversation has been really fun. <laughs> Wait, we're only halfway. I know. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm, I'm reaching for my water again. How dare you?
0: Okay. Oh, I deserve that. Okay. There you go. I'm sorry.
1: Clatter. Enjoy editing that out.
0: <laughs> no, I'm leaving it. So yeah, that was the scene. But now let's get to what I was thought of you for this scene, because we've talked about how awesome. Lady Tyrell is what a
1: lady Elena. what, yeah, I, love what
0: her. I know and how about this story she lays on Marjorie about how she is not gonna take some yeah. nasty nope I'm gonna go wreck him so he can't walk the next day and guess what <laughs> he is he was mine forever like what <laughs> A badass?
1: She gave she gave him the WAP.
0: But it his yeah.
1: sister's fiance too. Scandalous like WAP. Girl. Scandalous WAP. And I just love that she's telling the story and like Marjorie doesn't even flinch. Like Ma- you know that she has heard stories of her grandma getting freaky, like, far too many times. Yeah. that she's like, well, okay. Well, well, all
0: right. Well, that fits the bill for you, Granny. Thanks for sharing that one with me. And I also like the way she's saying it with, like, such joy and joy. Like, do you know what I did, how I got your grandfather? Like, like it's such a prideful story. Like, <laughs> did you know what you did? That is quite, quite something else. And then she dropped the box. scene is Go ahead. It's
1: just missing that like that comedy show like trope where Marjorie like covers her ears and you see (laughs) Lady Elena doing like a bunch of really obscene things with her hands, you know. It's
0: it's
1: it's that energy in a in an HBO drama. We love it in
0: an HBO drama. But yeah, but then she drops another bombshell that like she was the one that helped Littlefinger kill Joffrey. She's like, I'm not going to let you marry some monster. I'm like, oh. Mm -hmm. So we got the Tyrells hooking up with. Peter Baelish, Littlefinger. Is that what I gather from this?
1: Yep, yeah, that's it. Hey. Well, and you could tell that, like, you know, when he says Littlefinger in that scene with Sansa, the last thing he says is he's, like, he's talking about his new friends, and it cuts right to um, the Tyrells. So, <laughs> like, it, even if it wasn't obvious, you know, from what Elena said, it's they're trying to be like, these, these people had a band together. Old Lady Elena and Littlefinger.
0: I love the way that um we i've talked about this many times on the way the show does do that which i miss it which is i'm glad that this is why i have you here to point that out where she's talking where he's talking about tyrells and then it flips to tyrells i just my brain doesn't think oh that was foreshadowing to the tyrells i was just like oh cool marjorie's here she's hot like i don't
1: change the scene oh <laughs> yeah i
0: right, yeah, forgot about marjorie uh and then um so i think davis maybe told me about like the juxtaposition of like how glamourful the city looks and then it'll jump to like the wall which is so blue you know and, like they, they do that on purpose of just very crisp and clean to very rugged and dark and so I'm trying to keep in a little bit more on it but I, I certainly did not catch that little bit so I thank you for that. You're welcome anytime. So then we're then we're of the wall look I just did it uh, we're going to the wall next uh, one line that was said here that I liked was when they were fighting him and this lock guy what's I got a lot of questions. Like this is the guy that cut off. Jamie. Up with him? Yeah. He cut off Jamie's hand. Right. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. And he's. So we know that he was with the Boltons. He's with
0: the Boltons who are
1: mm-hmm. ruining. Winterfell.
0: Yeah. Winterfell and my, my boy Theon, who is just, Oh my God. Yeah. You know, I don't, Ooh. I don't know what's going to happen to him. Like he's, he's not Theon anymore. He's, uh no, he's, reek. he's reek. Right. Mm-hmm. And, And he like, so he beat this guy up and then he's, you know, I like this idea. He goes, you could have gotten easier on him. And then his his response was, then he wouldn't have learned anything. And that's a really Mm -hmm. speaking again of like how generations are kind of coddling, you know, where we're afraid of upsetting and hurting younger kids and their feelings getting hurt. But then what are they learning? They're learning that they always have protection when in reality, reality they don't. And that's, that's interesting to me of just, we, everyone talks about it. And so I'm not talking about anything new, but you know, the whole idea of everyone gets a medal, participation. Uh, mm-hmm. How do we, you know, this is a very real life moment of like, yeah, well I punched his lights out and now he'll know not to do that next time. You know?
1: Yep. Yep.
0: So I'm confused. Cause I don't trust this guy, but he's there helping. I mean, he's obviously playing his role, getting in good because then he volunteers to go. And I'm very nervous that he volunteered to go on this quest with John. I don't I don't trust this guy I don't know
1: yeah yeah well we know he's like I, I don't know Game of Thrones is so good about this where like we know that he's the guy who killed um you know her not who killed but who cut Jamie's hand off but they only like briefly mention right that he's with the Boltons and I think like maybe we see a scene with him with Ramsey I'm not even sure But all we know is that they have the banners for that when they find Jamie and Brienne fighting on the bridge. Uh And so I think like we then are inherently distrustful of them because, you know, we don't see as much of him in action. We just know who he's associated with. But yeah, it's just um, I don't know. Like, I don't trust him. But at the same time, the way that he talks to John, like he kind of has that same energy in this scene, at least, that like Bron does where it's like okay i like i respect the the things i need to respect and at least that's the game or the role that he's playing in in the wall right it's like hey this new lord commander is an absolute you know piece of poop Uh let's all just pretend that or let's try to you know it's almost like he's baiting john with his integrity to try and you know get more insight into like who he is and how he ticks and whether or not he knows what's going on at Winterfell, you know?
0: Yeah, absolutely. So Mm I I'm still everything you said, I agree with, but that still leaves me at quite a loss of like, I don't know what to make of this, but I'm very cautious.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So then we move on to Cersei is drunk again and quite vicious. Is she not? Yes.
1: Yes. And don't you love this, like this comparison of, Jamie's scene with her versus Jamie's scene with Tyrion. Mm,
0: yes. I get, where I, we the, Yeah, it's just like it's i walking on eggshells, it's not going well and she's like, "So you went to see our brother?" It's like, uh, yeah, he did. This isn't good.
1: But it's also like the the scene with him and Tyrion, they're in a prison, but it feels like warm yeah, and comfortable. Yes. You know, and then here they are in this like gorgeous like palatial chamber. And we're like instinctively on edge, trying to watch this go down. Right? Um, I mean,
0: they did do think- some groundwork that the last time they were together, we saw a little bit of a rape. So it's going to be a little awkward, no matter.
1: That's true. Yeah, she's a little frustrated, huh? Yeah, she's a little angry. She's a little miffed. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. But you're right. I love, but, but, I, but I did think- feel you're right. There's a sense of like warmth, and like okay, these two brothers are hanging out, and then like yeah, there's this beautiful place, and it is not warm at all.
1: And, like, I think you can just see, too, like, how far Jamie has come for all intents and purposes, too. Because, you know, she's talking about, oh, about killing Tyrion. And he's like, no, I know he didn't do it, Mm -hmm. you know. And there's, like, all the mention of her wanting to kill Sansa. And then you see that Jamie goes right to Brienne, you know. Like, so I think you can see as much as, like, he obviously has his flaws and he's not, like, he's not perfect. Um, but you can just see like how much he has been humbled by the experience he went on with Brian and it's not just because of that fucking church boy haircut.
0: (laughs) It's true. And, um, my boy, uh, Jamie is going to be a Slytherin. He changes his cut. Like, you know what I mean?
1: Mm. is he not very ambitious
0: ambitious Mm -hmm. but also like changing like does does he not remind you of Snape of just like that he can like grow Mm, yeah and then he or even Malfoy that Malfoy I mean as little as Malfoy could grow but Malfoy did grow in the end
1: yeah he's very shrewd right he knows he knows where he should focus his time his energy his efforts and yeah very Slytherin very
0: Slytherin so then we get to Marjorie. And she's going and just taking a card out of grandma's book and sneaking in and talking to Tommen. Also, Tommen's fucking cat's name is Sir Pants. Sir Pounce. Oh, is it Pounce? Pounce? Sir Pounce? I wrote Pants. Even worse. Sir Pounce? Good God. (laughs) Both are bad. Sir... No,
1: but I love this scene. Oh, it's so good. I I love this scene because, like... Um, you know, we just had that scene with Lady Elena where she's like, I wrecked him. You know, <laughs> I freaking went in there and I wrecked him. And all he wanted was this again. <laughs> but then like, you have this moment with Marjorie and it's like, it all it is is kindness. It's cat and mouse games, like, you, know? you know? It really is. Like we know that Marjorie has ulterior motives. But, like, in terms of how she's interacting with Tommen, it's not like she's, like, licking her lips or anything, oh, you not- know? It's just very, like, it's very warm and, like, and like pure kindness, uh, like, you know? Sorry,
0: as a man, I read it a little differently.
1: Okay, well, as a woman, <laughs> I, I, I think, like, yes, I think she's going in there with the motives, but I don't think Tommen is mature enough to be like, oh, titties I don't think he is he just wants Sir pounce. and the moment you see where he has the biggest reaction you know biggest reaction is when he mentions that his brother wanted to eat his cat oh no wait yeah him. yeah
0: kill his cat just a to, to hide it in a soup which why was I not surprised cool. to hear that Joffrey would concoct that plan
1: oh absolutely and um Like he says that and the first thing Marjorie says is that's cruel. Uh She doesn't say, like, I don't want to speak ill of the king, or she's like, that's cruel. And that's when you see him kind of be like, Oh, Uh okay. You know, no one's ever acknowledged that about the you know, about my brother before. So I don't know. Like, I think it could have been like I think she went in there fully expecting to be like I don't know, a Britney Spears, (laughs) like 19. Hit me, baby, one more time. Okay, like she's going in there, fully expecting all.
0: Oops, it. I but did it again, Tommen. Yeah. getting a-
1: Oops, Tommen. <laughs> oh, is this your cat? Ah, oh, you know. So I you like you cat. like
0: pussies?
1: <laughs> yeah, Tommen. Like I can. Oh my god. Like that's what he. She went in there expecting to do, but then she's like. She got a little boy. She got a little boy who's like, where's my cat?
0: Right. Like, oh, oh I, Sir I, he's my favorite.
1: My brother's not nice to me. <laughs> my mom says I need to stay in my room. And she's like, well, you know, we can we can stay in here.
0: So, but you yeah, know, but again, this is where I, like, yeah, she was very kind, but she was also very provocative. Of, like, well, certainly... We won't share everything that we do with your mother. We should have some secrets for us. I'm just like, oh boy, Tom and I feel what you're feeling, bud. Yeah, that's I yeah. Sometimes I can only imagine a fourteen year old Tom and look at a hot Marjorie. You know what it's like to be fourteen years old? I would ride the bus to school and all of a sudden I can't get up just gotta wait it out for a minute
1: (laughs) a gust of wind would just just come in from the wrong window she's like you know
0: what you guys you go on ahead to school i'm gonna take a tardy slip today (laughs) i will be in when i'm ready thank you
1: well and maybe this is like maybe this is me being a freaking book purist too because like in the book he's like a baby Mm. he's like a he's a little boy so he's talking about his cat is like you know there's nothing there like I have this cat cause I've never touched a woman, <laughs> you know, like it's like, a my cat's my friend, it's my only friend, <laughs> you know, it's a lot more immature. So I don't know. I just see Tommen is like a little baby. Yeah. Like a little baby boy. I
0: definitely see what you're saying there. And that does make sense. Um, because everyone is aged up in this. I mean, uh, Daenerys is supposed to only be like 15, 14 years old too. Right. When she was, yeah. Yeah. when she was wrecking, uh, Aquaman for a while there, she was a little girl.
1: Yep. Well, Aquaman
0: was wrecking her. Uh, no. Again, she he took wrecked. control. She said, "No, I'm on top this time." And he and he was like, "No." <laughs> she said, "No." You look at me. I'm like, "All right." There's a theme here of women, <laughs> women grabbing some power. You know, they know like, tell talk to me about this idea of the sexualization of women. Uh, mm-hmm. Yet, women really do like you know they can pull the strings like they like. Terrell isn't wrong. It's like. Why do you think he didn't go back? Like, I gave him something that he couldn't have, and I owned him from that moment on. Yeah. Like, there. Yeah. Is that like, how much of that is real life and real? Like, do you think? I think it's pretty real, to be honest.
1: Yeah. Well, I think, like, I think Game of Thrones does, like, a really good job in that they try to put this, like, old-timey, role of a woman play in here, right? Like, it's like, oh, well, you're a bride. So you're going to make a son and you're going to be like, a lot of that is still in the the narrative of these women. But like, I think what's interesting is like, we see that like, that's what's being preached to them and what they're being positioned as, as wives and future wives and stuff. But I think we see that they are capable of being more than that, even if the men don't recognize it.
0: So much more, Um, so much more.
1: Yeah. And I mean, I think you even see it with like Jamie and Cersei, like Jamie knows that Cersei's like an absolute trash bag of a human. Okay. Like she, he knows that she's got bad intentions, that all she cares about is herself and her children, like not even him, you know, it's Mm -hmm. really just her kids and her and that's it. Um, And she doesn't care who she kills or who dies or whatever to get, you know, them into a place of power and security. But he's also straight pussy whip, Mm -hmm,
0: you know. mm -hmm. Like
1: he's like, okay, like, oh, Cersei's terrible, but, but,
0: but she gives that good bang bang.
1: I know, right? Like, so I think it's like, there's a lot of that in here where people try to tell women that they're not enough, you know. But like, we know as the viewers in this show that, like, no, they're they they're doing more than you even imagine, Mm -hmm. you know. Like, she's got this amazing warrior. It's like, again, straight pussy. With, right. <laughs> yeah. And the, um, you know, I think it's the same with like Denarius too, right? She's got all of these men following, oh, her, my God. you yeah. know, the Dothraki everything. And yeah, it's because she's proven she's ruthless. But it's also because, like, I think there's something in there where they're like, she's untouchable, you know, and I what can I do to like, be closer to that, you know, and I don't know, it's like a magnetism. So, yeah, I think like I'm sorry.
0: Could you define that word, magnetism?
1: Magnetism. You seen a magnet? Yeah. You know how magnets attract each other to them? I'm listening. So, Go on. Yeah. Other? I'm. So it's like when somebody has an like basically a magnetic. Okay, magnetism. Like she, can, yeah, like attract people to them. Um, they're drawn to her or to somebody without maybe a uh, you know understanding of why. Like the magnets are always going to pull themselves to each other.
0: Yes, I, yeah, of- I understand how magnets work. You could have just said it's like a magnet, and I would have got it.
1: <laughs> I the word is magnetism. I mean, it's a
0: foreign word. It's alien to my ears. I've never heard it before, so it was like just through me. Jeez, I'm sorry. It's okay, I really enjoyed that perspective. I appreciate that. Moving on from that is we get to this. What we referenced earlier is that Jamie's book is not yet. Written, and he's explaining mm-hmm. that to her, and he's tasking Brienne with a quest, and the looks that they kept giving each other—I just want to say—is this Brienne Jamie hookup thing going to happen? I so hope that somehow, like, they just like the King Slayer slays Brienne, but not with his, not with a real sword, with his, own.
1: not with the,
0: not, not with a Valyrian sword, no. with his,
1: with no. his golden, I, with his golden-haired,
0: bushy sword.
1: You just you're just gonna have to keep watching and looking at those long. Oh my God! She is obviously giving. I'm sorry, but but he
0: was doing it too. He is for sure looking her up and down, and one could argue it could be just like an admiration. Like I was, I have a connection with her, but I'm just getting a sexual vibe. I know it's sexual from her. Um, Thirsty Mm -hmm. called her out on it, but for him, it's just you know maybe he's never thought it's always been, and this is. Another thing, it's always been Cersei for him. And now Cersei is being quite rude and ruthless to him. And he's like, There's maybe another option. I don't need to be treated this way. And this Yeah, it's just it's I'm very interested.
1: Well, and I think like again, and maybe this is just Jamie's like growth, but like the meaning, the meaningfulness in this this moment that they have together yeah. too, right? Like, I don't think we've seen anything like that with Cersei. It's always been a sexual energy. Yeah and not like an actual connection of their like their hearts and their souls but this moment where she he's like i have this valerian sword this was made out of ned Stark's sword i'm giving it to you to protect ned Stark's mm-hmm. daughters. you know as an oath that you made to like it's a the gorgeous meaning in all that you know and i think like I, like we just don't we haven't seen that side of jamie before like he's always just been this chauvinistic king slayer mm-hmm. You know, and the, when he spent all that time with, with um, Brienne, that was where we actually saw that like, he could be this better person. He could be capable of connecting with someone.
0: And he is connecting. And boy, I, and I is. hope that they connect. I hope that they, that he's the quarterback and she's the tight end. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you get it?
1: That's not how football works. That's not how football works though, man. That's That's a sexual
0: works. reference. Tight end. <laughs> You get I it? Like is. her butt. <laughs> you sorry. describe magnets to me. I'll describe football references to you. This is how this works.
1: There you go. There you go. Yeah.
0: All there right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so now we're at the wall, and old Sam wants Gilly back and has some regrets.
1: Oh, my God. You want to talk about men? Uh- <laughs> <run>. <laughs> Let's talk about
0: Sam. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Sam. Um. My goodness. He just. Yeah, I mean, that's, what else can you say? That's that. Um, I know, I know. But we got a great speech from Jon Snow, you know, where he's like, brothers, you know, if you need to come with me north of the wall to, to crash just keep, I do a pretty good Jon Snow too, you know.
1: You've been working on these, these impressions. Yes, very impressed.
0: Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, where I just wrote, uh, and now this is me with the hip young crowd. I wonder if you'll get this reference, but Locke. Locke seems very sus. You know what I mean?
1: Oh, yeah. Straight up. Oh, sus. yeah. Straight up. Uh, I can't sus. wait. Hand right in the air. He's ready to go. <laughs> no, thank you. I
0: cannot wait for my sister and my mom and dad to Google sus right away. And my Aunt Patty. And even Zoe. That's my <laughs> that's my active listenership. I have Zoe, my sister, my mom and dad, who have never seen Game of Thrones, but they're just listening because they're supportive. And my Aunt Patty.
1: They're just along for the ride. yeah. yeah.
0: So, yeah, they're going to go check it out. So, yeah, um, you guys lock is being very sus go look it up
1: straight up sus sus, S-U-S. S-U-S. right search for...
0: <laughs> um and i was like this is a hard so but then it cuts to crasher's keep and i just this i just wrote this is a hard scene um, to watch
1: yeah i wrote this is deeply <laughs>
0: <laughs> i like when we write very so like mm, not for me okay no thanks <laughs> this guy like there's just so many okay it's oh. bad
1: enough that he's drinking out of Freaking more Okay, the there's ball. one. Okay? okay, we're gonna play lightning like, round. Ding, that another one. Setting. If that wasn't upsetting enough, there are so many people, so many extras, just fucking in the background. Ding number two. Okay, it's like Love Actually, right? Like, and I like obviously I don't even want to touch on like all the like you know what did he say? We're gonna fuck them till they're dead. ding number three. I don't even want to keep on going. So deeply upsetting. Yeah. Okay, you know then he's talking about like oh I could. You give me a silver, I'd kill any man in King's, you know, Landing, whatever. Awful. Well, I like
0: I, I wrote it down. And he goes, I, I was a fucking legend. Like you sound like a high school quarterback. We live in the glory days. All right, dude.
1: Yeah, but doing it while well, drinking out of your high school. <laughs> cold, right? like, uh.
0: So good, yeah.
1: And I, I don't know. I wrote down that like I just hoped that like the background actors were having like a love actually moment, you know like in the movie love actually where is it martin freeman and some girl are like having like simulated sex for some movie and they like hook you know like become oh. friends i'm like i hope that's what's happening in the background because otherwise this is very upsetting. yes
0: that, yeah <laughs> whether yelling fuck her till she's dead and the and she goes you don't need to fuck me till i'm dead it's fine we're we're, we're just pretending right now yeah, it's okay it's we'll, just we'll just hang, hang out, out. Where'd you go yeah. To high school? Do you want to yeah. get like, Do you want to get In and Out Burger when we're done? Oh, I love the animal <laughs> fries. That would be great. Okay, great. Oh, more violent on the thrusting. Okay, well, she says more violent, so we got to get more violent. All right. Ugh. Yeah. So.
1: Yeah, it's. I'm hoping that's what's happening because. Uh, yeah, this whole scene was just like, and uh, they do it on purpose. Of course. You know, they're making it hard to course. watch because then you want these people to like just die a fiery death, and then then when Bran shows up, you know. You're like, oh, damn. Like, poor Mira. Yeah, oh, she's he's in, in trouble. trouble. You know? uh,
0: poor Hordor. I wrote, um, obviously, this whole scene for everyone at home. This whole scene is an fuck moment. All right. This isn't just a quick OFOC. Oh, yeah. The whole oh, yeah. scene is fuck. This is not good. And, uh, but I'm starting to do a new, I'm introducing a new segment, and uh, it's coming from 40 year old Virgin when they go uh, <laughs> on the Bachelorette party. And like, well, this is her last night as a single woman. So we just thought we'd all wig out. And they are wearing wigs. So now just I got Bran warging out. Bran's just warging out. Mm. And that's what he does. He does Brand things. And uh, it's not very helpful because, as you said, uh, what's that girl's name? Mira. Mira? Yeah, mm-hmm. not good for her. I feel terrible for Hodor. No. And I just wrote, it's not good all around. It's pretty bleak right now. We need Snow and company to show up. Like, we need to cue the music. I, I need a hero, right?
1: Yeah, yes, yeah. Because you have this moment. First of all, I, I thought it was hilarious that, like, they hear the baby in the woods. Okay. Brand's little camp is all around the campfire, roasting marshmallows, making s'mores. Okay. somebody has got a ukulele. They're having a yep. moment. They hear the baby in the woods. And Bran's like, I'm going. And he makes like he's gonna stand up. (laughs) Like you see him, like he's leaning back and he goes like this, and they all look at him like, no. (laughs) And then all of a sudden I was like, oh, that's right. He's a warg. And then you get this cool VR video game experience of a wolf running through the woods. But yeah, I don't know. This whole scene, like, then you have like Rast harassing. Ghost, oh, you know, oh my and you're God. like, all you want is that freaking dire wolf to like w- bust through the gates and like rip his throat out, but instead you're like, oh, the water is freezing because the white walkers <laughs> are here, and it gets very scary. It gets very
0: scary, and then we get to a baby sacrifice and the white walkers. Now, we are mm-hmm. uh, a complaint I've lodged here is we are now almost halfway through season four. These white walkers have been teased since episode one. We've seen some bullshit. Now we've seen a white walker convert a baby um, into a white walker. And everyone just keeps saying winter's coming. Everyone brace your ears for a second. When the fuck is winter getting here with these white walkers? How much more of this (laughs) do I need to go through to see some goddamn zombie white walkers come on up and try to white walk everyone else? And is it uh, when they do that? Are they turning him into whites? Is that how that goes? Is that? What that is yeah right yeah okay
1: so this is this is something that i have a big problem with okay because obviously the white walkers are dead we saw that when the like the one carrying the baby just took his mosey ass little time leisurely on his dead horse okay because he has nowhere to be because he's mm. dead okay carrying the baby back to the night king and then we see the night king turn him into the baby into a white walker but like they're dead so are these babies growing Are they babies?
0: I think they're growing. Are
1: they babies in his army?
0: well, Well, the babies, they, Craster has given them a lot of babies, and he's given them all boys, so there's a bunch of boy babies that have grown into, like, White Walker men, right?
1: I mean, they must have, but Craster wasn't that old. So, like, these have to be, like, teenage, maybe early middle age White Walker men, I what? don't know. Do they train them as babies?
0: I, I think... just want to see babies with like little dead horses, oh. <laughs> you know. Yeah, this is how you ride a horse at this young age. This horse is dead. It's fine. It's a little pony.
1: It's it's fine. You're good you... too. Welcome, welcome to, the to White welcome to
0: the show. Yeah, it so it ends on an ominous tone and then I'm like, "Okay, that's it. That's that's the end of the show." And okay. you said it right. It is more brick building, more layering. Um excited to go watch the next episode to see what happens. It's I'm, I'm sorry you felt that this was a boring episode, but I feel like we shared some laughs. Would you agree?
1: We did. We definitely shared some laughs. There were some really good mm-hmm. moments in this one. You know, like you get the confirmation of like who actually killed yep. Joffrey. And you, you know, you have that beautiful moment at the beginning where, um, you know, Danny's just looking out in the sunset and crucifying a bunch Love of it. people. And then you have like this moment. Um, you
0: have. You have Jamie you know, on
1: the wall where you're like, oh, Sam, he's not going to call. She's, she's not going to call, call you. you. She's moved on, you know, with the, the sword, to, um, Oh, my God. When Bron gave Pod the, um, axe. The, the axe, that was really cool. You know, like there were just good moments like that. So, yeah, I think it was a definitely good bricklaying episode. And I think you're just gearing up towards like a lot of oh Yeah.
0: Moments, Someone you know. meant. Someone, uh, Donald actually called episode eight of this show. So I know something, Mm -hmm. something's going to slap there. And so, yeah, there's some, there's some moments that are coming up that I'm excited for, but, um, I don't know. Do you have anything else to say about this or do you Um, want to plug your pod? How's your podcast going?
1: Yeah, it's going good. Um, I have been doing, (laughs) (laughs) I've been doing the podcast thing. Um, yes, you can check out, campaignher.com for the podcast, the Etsy shop, the blog. I'm, I'm spreading myself a little thin, but it's It's good stuff.
0: I started a second podcast myself for fun and we, yeah. yeah. Um, I'm with three friends and so there's four of us total because you know, three plus one is four. Mm -hmm, It's called mm -hmm. five years too late because we had an idea to do a podcast five years ago and then we didn't do it. And now we thought, let's try again. And it's like, well, it's a little late for the podcast like this was a fun episode this is a fun idea five years ago now the popular po- everyone's doing it like Ooh, maybe we will just start it right maybe one. i'll just start a podcast and then, so we're just doing it it's more of a reason because there's we're divided between three states so it's like a reason for once a month for us to get together and and see each other yeah. on zoom and talk and have a conversation and so yeah that was the end of that episode <laughs> it <laughs> was a one. slapper uh really it was some brick laying down thanks so much um Good luck with campaign her. Cheers. I love that. Yeah. And um, I'm sure I'll have you on again in season five. I'd like to maybe do like a, like a do it. My sister has acknowledged that she is a fan of yours. Maybe I can get my sister and you on, on the same one. That'd be a fun little ditty. Yeah. I love
1: that. Yeah. I want to start calling dibs.
0: People yeah. Dibs
1: calling it, dibs on episodes? Yep. I got to figure out which one I want to do. Yep, Go too. do some yeah.
0: research and I'll let you know if it's been dibs or not. I got a whiteboard that I, another whiteboard that I need to like write out. I need to start planning like, all right, People are calling these episodes. I need to write this down.
1: Have you surrounded yourself with whiteboards yet? I know you were talking about having at least. I have.
0: Like seven, I, you
1: know, I have plan. literally
0: one that I'm looking at right now that I went and bought for this and it's blank. Cause I haven't put it. I haven't like taken the time to write. On. <laughs> doing doing great. great. Doing big <laughs> doing things great. over here with my whiteboards. <laughs> All right. Well, Allie, thank you so much. And we are now getting thrown out. No one fucking listens to my podcast <laughs> Whatever Whatever <laughs>